What's going on? Everybody, you've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. Ay, caramba. Viva Mexico. Nehebla Espanol. I am a, the sports card cartel. Is that a green drink? It's a Yarito. Is that green, though? I'm asking. It, it's it, yeah for St. Patty's. I hey oh, but it's not it, alcoholic, but it is alcoholic. Nice. Um, I you know I wouldn't put it past you to be drinking right now after the story that you told me about PSA. Now, team, right. this is a story that we are revisiting because it 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 didn't have a solution to it just yet. So, a couple, I say more than a couple actually. I would say probably ten or fifteen episodes back. The cartel and I were talking about a submission that the cartel put forward to the powers that be at PSA. And the submission included, and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong here, two ticket stubs, two different ticket stubs, and one backstage pass for a game in which Wayne Gretzky was... At I, I, you got to I did a terrible job explaining. <laughs> okay. Go for First it. First and foremost, I, I I loved your little segue there. Yeah, I tried my uh, best about about the need to uh, be drunk during all of this. Um, I yeah, I would much prefer to be. It was okay. First of all, the 1984-85 Edmonton Oilers are known in many circles as the greatest hockey team of all time. Do we really need to get into why? Probably not. Go. Right. Um, I happened to acquire, this is on my feed, uh, brought it up a couple times on the show. I happened to acquire two backstage passes. These backstage passes are from 1984. They were acquired from people who were at the show. In fact, it was the organist of the, uh, of the, uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, what was the stadium? We're going to show our youthful age here, Co. Where were they playing? Wasn't the Rexall, Rexall Center? Well, what, 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 what was it in 1984? No, it no doesn't exist anymore. I have no idea. I mean, you, you got to imagine it's, it's, a, it's a hockey temple. Um, but nonetheless, these backstage passes uh, were signed by the, uh, the media marketing manager, Eileen Ells, who herself was a Paralympian. Uh, she's no longer with us. Rest in peace. Um, they played in the Northlands Coliseum. Wow. Back in the day, during the, during the greatest, one of the greatest sports dynasties in the history of professional sports. Am I right? I mean, I, it's I mean, he's, he's the best player of all time. And they won, what, three straight? I don't think they won four straight, though. Undeniable. I believe they did. I believe that was a true dynasty. Um, I thought I thought only Bossy won four straight. I will uh, look this up on the fly. I'm fairly certain Bossy won four straight. I think they won like th- four of five, but I think they won three straight. Nonetheless, the I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not discrediting the fact that that team was ridiculous. 84, 85, 87, 88, and 90. All right. So three and five. Yes. Still and, nasty. Um, again, uh, let's not roll through all the yeah, yeah, yeah. names. Yes. yes. Obviously, Wayne Gretzky was the centerpiece. And again, the 8045 team in particular, it, it just, I believe it was a, during the centennial, there was a vote by the, you know, Hockey Writers uh, Union or whatever it is, Guild Association. Um, 
and they voted the 8045 team. Uh, anyway, uh, I acquired these incredible pieces of history. They, they are real. They are uh, undeniably real uh, and, and sourced from someone who was very close to the organization. And I sent those in because I thought it would look great slabbed and would kind of add a, la- a layer of, you know, authenticity and, and presentability. And protection, you know. And, and while I'm at it, I threw in a stub to the game wherein Wayne Gretzky broke Bobby Orr's single-season assist record. Fun stuff, right? Sounds like it should be a simple foray into collecting, right? I'm sure Dave from Sign and Slab would appreciate that kind of stuff. It's not the cartel's main thing. Cartel's main thing is the small rectangular pieces of cardboard. Now. And VHS tapes. Shh. Now. <laughs> right? So... <laughs> These, these items get sent in, and it's radio silence for a period of time. Now, this was kind of on the tail end of the craziness during uh, the pandemic, right? So, yeah. yes, it was inundated. You couldn't really get through to them. Everything was slow going, and that was to be, that was to be predicted. I can't remember when I sent it in, Co. It's got to be more than a year. I think so, too. I think you anticipated that it was going to be like six to eight months, but right. like now it's well over a year. And I now, think... Yeah, you should definitely talk about why. Like, it's not the timeline. That's like, the I mean, first, the timeline is, is is annoying. But like, keep going. The first bit of communication revolves around the fact that there's a concern about authenticating that type of pass because it's basically it's it's typed on. I mean, to me, it has all the bearings of 1980s, like you know, like a typewriter and. Uh, and, and just the, the look and smell and feel of it. But for some reason, they can authenticate movie tickets that people were grading at the time, like literal stubs, movie ticket stubs that, had, that were printed on. I guess it was the difference between a thermal printer and like a, a typewriter. I don't know. I had some discussions with Patrick Ryan and other luminaries in the ticketing business, and they all seemed to agree that it could sometimes be difficult, but there wasn't a 100% type of, uh, a barrier that would stop me from getting these things authenticated. And I went back and forth with a, re- a particular representative. I'm not going to reveal her name. No, 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 but no, I'm, no. I'm going to put her on blast eventually because I have I have all the receipts here, and I'm just blown away because again, I, I I'm not saying anyone has done me wrong on purpose here. Yeah. This is bureaucratic and logical mess. There's just just overshadowed by stupidity here and, and, a, and a basic lack of respect and decency for the customer. So after all this back and forth, I was told it's not going to happen. We're sending it back. They charged my card for expensive return shipping. So I, I, I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm already down a hundred bucks. Yeah. They're shipping, not shipping me. it there and back. Yeah. So I'm down a yes. hundred bucks for this yes. whole experience. Yes. Until I'm at the gym, you may recall, Brendan. I do remember because you called me furious. No, Brendan, if you were married, like some of our friends are, and like you got a call, like let's say you're having dinner at 7 or 8 p.m. Your wife would say, who's calling you? And you'd say, oh, it's the cartel. He's uh, he's just updating me on his situation with Edmonton Oilers backstage passes and PSA. Furious. And she'd look and she'd say, what have I gotten myself into? As I'm sure many people do. Many, many women do as well. But uh, I was, I'm at the gym and I get a call from this PSA representative. She apologizes because I, my most recent email was pretty angry because there was actually three months of nothing after they told me. That there they should be a back. They charged yeah. my card. I yeah. said, I said, can you please just grade the ticket stub? 
and then three months of silence. Like, can you please grade the thing that's not in dispute at the very least? And then I'll figure out what to do with these backstage passes. I get a call three months later I'm, uh, with an apology for the delay. And I'm told it's all good. It's in the correct hands now. They're going to slab them up. How excited was I when I called you? You were thrilled. Right? It was all coming to a culmination. I'd never been so happy to be charged an additional, what would it be like? I don't know, 300 bucks or something. I was ready to go. Right in time for the expo. Fantastic historical pieces. I don't know, in my mind, I think they're amazing. Because I think about holding that, that friggin' pass and like being in, in, in the hallways in the Northlands Coliseum and like Paul Coffey passing you by, Yari Curry's greasing his stick in the back, Mark Messier's watching him, I don't know. You know, like Craig McTavish is uh, slapping someone around. I don't know, man, but the point is like, it just really takes you there. It's a really amazing thing in my opinion. Um, but then what happens this past week, I get an email telling me my items are on the way also kind of exciting right we all love get you we love getting that email don't we yeah go check the grades i go check the grades and there's no grade i'm not getting charged and i'm not getting a grade including the ticket stub which they have kept from me for an entire year i could have looked into other options no still no explanation why professional sports authenticators you have some explaining to do. This is brutal. You kept an item with, without any issue whatsoever. It's like keeping a card for a year and, and you just send it back for absolutely no reason or explanation. So you're going to have some ex explaining to do on that. I guess you got me on the backstage passes because they're just going to revert back to saying that they couldn't grade it. But you tell me, does that sound like a good customer service experience with the top grading and authentication company in our industry? My friend, I was furious for you initially when they said that they couldn't grade any of them. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You grade tickets. So I don't understand why you're not grading the ticket. I know that my order has two other things in it. But exactly. if you send in something that they can't authenticate, they just don't grade that one thing and they grade the rest of the order, right? Like if you're grading a sports card... It on keeping it as an entire package. It's I happened don't. to me before yeah. where I've sent in a card and they can't authenticate it. It's actually happened to me a few times. They can't authenticate it. They don't know, you know, any origins of this set, whatever. Yeah. And they grade whatever they know about and they send back the one exactly as you sent it and it says no card or sorry, no grade, no holder on it. And you don't get charged for it. And that's fine. I mean, even initially, I just don't know why they, they waited so long to send everything back. Like, it, and, and again, it's not like... And I'm not grade the damn ticket. I'm not a new customer. You, We submitted on a, 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 a kind of a shared membership, but under my name. And yeah. do, you, do you even want to dare think about how much money we spent? I mean, it was a lot. And how many orders we made? So it's not like I'm a, I'm a new customer. It's not like, no. I, I mean, I should, I, I don't, I don't think I should be a VIP by any means, but no, no. I mean, I mean it had goodness. to be like, like probably between 1500 and 2000 cards. So this is the funny thing. Whenever, you know, I think so. There, there are conversations about Beckett SGC. I think you could probably order who I love in order, but yeah. I, don't, I don't truly love any of them. 
and I don't truly hate any of them, but like anyone here who says the cartel is like a PSA simp or a PS, I, this, this was just the latest incident. I've had incidents. You've had incidents. Yeah, of right? course I have. Yeah, yeah. There's no infallible company and there won't be one. These people talking about this new company with the clear holders are going to revolutionize. How dare you talk about revolutionizing? They're going to be another company that does the exact same thing for better or for worse. Don't tell me they're going to be different. They're all going to be the same. But anyway, tell how, yes. Tell me uh, how you really feel. Yeah, right? And, uh, you know, look, if there's one thing Cartel's good at is ensuring that he won't be working at any of these major companies in any time in the future. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this was, this was egregious. This was glaring. This was outlandish. This was flabbergasting. Uh, this was uh, things that I want to say on Espanol, but they have Espanol. So, uh, yeah. Really unfortunate stuff from professional sports authenticators who did not authenticate my authentic ticket. They didn't tell me why. They got scared by some passes that they couldn't identify. Very sad. I'm going to have to look into some other options. Yeah, I don't so know. So they weren't very professional and they didn't authenticate. <laughs> so they were just sports. And they made a sport out of frustration. <laughs> and they hit it out of the park. I mean, that's... Uh, how do I not transition hitting it out of the park into the yes. World Baseball Classic? We have to. We absolutely have to. So the World Baseball Classic is is on. And I mean, I don't know if I'm overstepping in saying this, but I think that spring training baseball has gotten significantly better this year. Mm. In, in that, I mean, we have like competitive baseball to watch. And I know that a lot of people are, you know, kind of on the fence because players get injured i mean we just saw diaz go down for the entire season we saw altuve get hit by a pitch and he's having surgery soon too so yeah i mean obviously when you're playing important games and and i mean those players mean something to their their clubs you know you don't want to see them get injured but they have a special kind of fire when they're playing for their country you know and and you love to see it I was talking to you about it before the show started that, you know, I, w- I was reading in a report that said that during Japan's, I think it was their quarterfinal game, like 45% of all Japanese households in Japan awesome. were watching that game. Like awesome. that is incredible. And that's like, I mean, I don't know if you can even say that for any sport that that's played. I mean, even exclusively in one country, you know <laughs> It's it's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of people. And just seeing how some of the fans are interacting. I mean, again, I have to talk about the Japanese fans that caught the Otani ball. And they were just mesmerized by just having this piece of memorabilia. And then they, they started passing it around. Yep. And, and that's definitely not something you see here in North America. That's for goddamn sure. If someone catches a ball, there are fist fights for souvenirs in North America. Um. But aside from that, I mean, they actually passed it back. Like they passed it along to as many people who wanted to hold it and take pictures with it. And none of these people knew each other. And then they just passed it right on back. And it was, it was probably, it was one of the most uh, like together sports moments. I think I've seen in quite some time, to be honest. Like I was like, this is like, this is an an enigma. I was like, this is crazy. I love it. We could do do a whole podcast on, Japanese society and how different it is from Western society. But uh, although it draws so much, 
from Western society. But uh, man, like how, what, what a look at the international appeal of the game. Um, what a look at, you know, there's all these cool little stories, side stories like Freddie Freeman on Canada. Yeah. Uh, kind of honoring, his, I, I believe, his parents or just his mom or something like that. Definitely uh, at least one parent. <laughs> the Randy Arena story is mind-blowing. You know, he he became a Mexican citizen, which is why the cartel is all up on this on, on his on his casa stuff right now. Going to have tacos tonight um, to play in, in, in the baseball classic and play. He is he's killing it. Uh, but again, that's big game, Bo Bandy. Uh, always... We we know this man is big game. Like we saw oh, him sh- run in the playoffs. Oh, sh- he has the most home runs in postseason history in one postseason run in postseason history. Yeah, Bo Bandy is uh, something else. Of course, Randy Rosarena. I call him Bo Bandy. Um, but tons of fun to to watch this stuff. It is really fueling a fire right now in the baseball card market. A lot of speculation going on. People are reverting back to prospects that were forgotten. Jason Dominguez, and he's he's showing up finally. I mean, he um, just got sent down to the minors, though. He got sent down to the minors like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, well, nonetheless. I know, I know, I know. But... It's, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of emblematic of what's yeah. going on in terms of uh, the, the prospecting and, and uh, you know, deciding which Baltimore Oriole prospect is the one to run with. And it's exciting stuff. It's good. This it's a market that needs some heat. Uh, it's 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 a it's a game that needs some heat this year, this season. We need to see guys like Acuna show up, guys like Soto, um, Tatis bounce back, paying off all that hype. Now Tatis going to show up what halfway through the season? No, no, thirty games, I think. Okay, so that's not yeah. that bad. And, no, no. And all these guys that are just uh, uh, very exciting young stars that can really drive baseball and the baseball market. Cards are. What do people call cards? Baseball cards, right? Even if it's yeah. not a baseball card, they yeah. call them baseball cards. Yeah. Right? It's where it all kind of started. Unless so you like live them. in Canada and they're called hockey cards. That's true. That's true. But nonetheless, uh, there is excitement in Canada about the Blue Jays and their uh, their prospects this year. So that's exciting stuff. And the fact that Tom Brady is going to be in a in an Expos jersey. Uh, in yeah. A, in a, in a major product that's exciting too i still can't wrap my head around that and i mean well i mean that does that not draw into i know i know so before we get into that conversation and we will we'll tie we'll tie back in tom brady i mean i think one big takeaway that i've learned from watching this world baseball classic is and, and it didn't happen specifically with that event where people were passing around the baseball but it kind of like triggered it it's like I mean, you start to see more and more breakers out of like China and other places hitting massive cards. Right. And and then you shared your story with me that someone actually came and visited from China to the, the shop that you, that you work at and uh, bought up from China all of the LeBron James cards that were like he a doll. value boxes and got his hands on some look relatively cool LeBron inserts and chrome yeah. cards and. Um, you know, the kind of stuff that is available in very large amounts. We also have great values in our value boxes. But yes. As he was plucking them out, he was remarking that those cards routinely sell at shops in China for 5 to $10 a pop. That's how popular LeBron is. That's how popular the NBA is. That's how excited people are to get their hands on those cards. So this young man is making a great play 
for his return to China, right? Which is super smart. And, um, and I think it's important to talk a little bit about arbitrage and like different markets and different places. And I mean, you can literally, I mean, find stuff that would sell in Toronto it's somewhere else that people really don't give a shit about them. You know, let's say you're coming to the expo for all of our U.S. listeners. I'm talking to you. I'm actually giving you advice on how yeah. to make money. Yeah. You, buy, you buy Toronto stuff, which, I mean, it's not cheap to begin with, but it is probably less liquid outside of Toronto. I promise you that. And someone might be like, what the hell is this? Especially if you're ripping Legends autographs, which we'll go back into. <laughs> um, but like you could easily start acquiring things like and, and obviously, I'm not just talking about the expo, but any show that you're going to, I mean, I would honestly yes. plan and yes. start to accumulate things for the area that you're going to go visit. You know, like if you're going to California, like start stacking up on Dodgers and yeah, and, and Kobe Bryant and LeBron and, and you know what I mean? Lakers, all all time greats and Lakers, like things that, you know, if someone sees in Toronto, I mean, they might not be like drawn to it right away, but it definitely gets a bump up from being, and at the very least, if it doesn't get a bump up in price, it at the very least gets a bump up in liquidity in it's being a, it, outside of this country or province or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's a basic concept that sometimes gets forgotten. I mean, a great example for me, I was at a, I was at a particularly annoying outlet in Miami one time. Uh, this was a couple of expos ago when people actually were still paying up for PSA nine base cards. And they had an entire slab box full of Beau Bichette 2020 tops that had come back in nine. So these were not particularly useful for them, but they just had this box and it was sitting around. It wasn't even priced out. And I noticed it. Uh, by the way, I also purchased some hockey from them that they didn't care about in Miami that I made a huge parlay on. Which again, you know, are sitting there. And I'm like, guys, what are we doing with these Bichettes? Like, oh, we just got these back. Those are the nines. I'm like, what can we do here? They're like, well, if you're willing to pay about three, four bucks a pop, you can just take the whole box. And the, take the whole box I did, Brendan. And at the expo, they, they sold basically between $15 and $20 per. Um, that, was a, uh, uh, that was a reminder to me of the power of that kind of... Um, I mean, actually, actually get you a t-shirt. I'm going to have one printed up at the, the t-shirt shop here. I don't know if I missed your birthday or if it's coming up. But I'm going to get a t-shirt. It was, it, was, it was on Monday, actually. It was on Monday. You're, wait, you're, you're, it was or is? Yeah, yeah, it was on Monday. It was on Monday. Your, your birthday was this past Monday. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. Yeah, that's okay. Well, we just got awkward here on the car. Why did it, why did it get awkward? Well, happy belated birthday. I don't announce my birthday, though. You know? I mean, that's, so, true. Like, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't... We're good. Well, that that means I, as the way I see it, if I do get you an arbitrage shirt, yeah, it's still gonna be kind of be in time, and uh, <laughs> it'll say like uh, Coach Co Collectibles arbitrage. That's time. You know, that. you just have to, you know, play to oh, your environment. Actually, what it'll say arbitrage on the front, but on the back it'll say Tim Hortons, like like the name Tim Hortons, and and then like sixty nine. Why sixty nine? I just want to throw the 69 in, but, uh, but, you know, just as an aside really quick, before we move on, uh, the, the, the Tim Hortons, uh, coach co, uh, meme that I've been posting was a tremendous success. Uh, I'll always come back to it. I get people in my DMS all the time telling me that it literally has changed their lives for the better. Uh, there was one person who was, uh, in, in severe clinical depression. He's now come out of it and has restarted his life. There's one gentleman 
who was having problems in his life. Now he's back with his wife. It, it is just changed the face of the hobby community. Do you want to give, give us one real quick here, Coach Co? Tim Hortons. There we go. I don't, it, it's it's got to be, uh, it's got to be like impromptu though. Uh, True, because that's know, just how, unfortunately, that's just how I speak though. What got me out of the <laughs> last week was watching the video. So, I, I mean, I'm happy we're wearing, I mean, you didn't have to wear clothes, you know, but I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I, I was thinking of like slowly getting to the point where just like partially dressed and then yeah, like until, until dressed? it's just the shades. Yeah. I mean that is um, yeah, a, it is quite said, it is quite the deep V though. That I, I mean I yeah I'm, I'm being a, I'm 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 just tempting just tempting yeah. fate yeah yeah, yeah. trying to create a bit of a thirst trap here on the cardboard coaches which is like the last thing that people of this world need. Do now, you know who created a thirst trap? <laughs> Upper deck did. Upper and, deck created this thirst trap right here. And it's funny because like I I I bashed it. And I, I think we both kind of like had opinions where we're like, not really into it. And it's funny what a few comps will do for your. <laughs> it's funny when you start seeing comps go up and now all of a sudden you look at a product differently. And that's exactly how I mean, I'm still not buying this, but I, I, I can understand why others are. And we're talking about SP authentic legends autographs. That was dangerous, my friend. It's all good. Um. And it seems like... Hold on, stop right there. Upper Deck SP Signature Legends. Whatever, it's like so close, you know? I mispronounce everything, I don't care. So no. listen. No, 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 no. SP Signature Edition Legends Hockey. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem, is that... I'm just going to call it SP Legends. It's, it's, uh, it's so much easier. So much easier than like nine different words. I'm like, it's SP Legends. So listen, SP Legends. Um, I think the biggest allure to this product is the allure. fact. Well, that's very synergistic of you to say. Yes, because I guess it just came out. Um, I mean, heavy metal, you know? Yeah. I think the biggest allure to this, of this product is the fact that I, wait, I have some the artifacts. Players, I have some artifacts on my screen. Okay, I'm I'm clear. The players that are a lot of them that have autographs in this set. We talk a lot about how the '90s I need a, players. I need, I need a cup for my drink. You're killing me right now. We talk a lot about how the '90s players have rookie cards that are very oversaturated, and you know, it, no one really showed them the love that they deserve because they were in the junk wax era, right? I mean, we talk about like Yager and we talk about Forsberg and we talk about Matt Sundin and Timo Solani and all these greats, right. Martin, Martin Brodeur. They have right. cards that are expensive, or but like not expensive on the same level as like modern, ultra modern players, which makes no sense. Um, but now we have SP Authentic serial numbered autographed cards that, I mean... The way that they're being bought and sold seems like they're inherently going to take the place of those rookie cards. Well, now, what, I'm going to ask you, do you agree with that? Now, I mean, that's uh, that's a weird way to put it, that they're going to, quote unquote, take the place of them. But I mean, like, what is not to love about these cards? I mean, they're gorgeous cards. They're stemming off a uh, well-loved. I mean, they've done this with Young Guns. They've done it with Young Guns. Essentially, they're doing it. They're, they're doing the same thing they've done with Young Guns with the future watch concept um, and they're beautiful. And now I think what's driving this right now 
and you are correct in thinking that eventually it'll balance out, is the actual PC collectors. Because you and I both know Jagger guys. Yeah, oh yeah. Guys, I mean, Ephus Ephus sent me a picture of one of the ones he picked up. I mean, they're they're feasting on this right now. They love it, and there is a lot of competition to kind of, you know, I just want to secure it and not have some other crazy Peter Forsberg guy on my ass. So I get it. I'm not saying me. I'm not a Peter Forsberg. Well, I like Peter Forsberg, but um, but I get it. I get it, and I think it's being driven by those guys at the moment. Is it going to replace their rookie cards? I mean, in those PCs for those collectors, I think it's essential. Um, it's a reimagining. Like, what if, you know, what if... So, so I guess that's what I meant, right? Like, I mean, because those rookie... The rookie cards are special, but they're not... You know, like, and no one goes after, like, a... I mean, they might go after a PSA 10, like Peter Forsberg, but there's really not, like, like I said... Yeah. There's, there's, there's just so many. There's not that, much juice there. Yeah, yeah. It loses, it loses being special when everyone's yeah. got three or four yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the images are classic. I mean, the Peter Forsberg image of him with the stick... I mean, they're generally classic cards, Brodeur rookies. Uh, I mean, even the Potvin is in my head because as a kid, you know, it's such a big deal. And he's, a, he's in Team Canada. Yeah. Um, but now you have this Potvin Future Watch autograph that's out there. It's cool. I think, I think it's great. It, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it really appeals to the diehard collectors. The prices really are absolutely astronomical. There's even a Gordy Howe one um, uh, th- th- that was pulled in Toronto out uh, of 25. Sticker? Uh, hmm? It's a sticker? It is a sticker. Yeah, yeah. But uh, again, very cool card. It's it's a cool tying of the eras, and that's that's a cool concept. I'm I'm all good with it. They also have the acetate all time future watches that are selling really well. It's a great product. It's 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 fun. It's fun. I think this because I think of- because there's there's never been one before. Like there's a lot of like price discovery happening right now. Well, I, I personally believe at, at the prices it's at right now, which is roughly 300 Canadian, they're 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 almost gone in the city. It's going to go into kind of this aftermarket uh, era, and I I'm thinking these are going to be pricey. Um, th- and that's why, like, I mean, it's such a it's such a collector product. I'm I'm going to wind up ripping this thing, but I I think it's going to get pricey. I really do. Uh, it, I mean, I, 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 I can get behind that. Especially I, if it's a one-off. I can't imagine Upper Deck seeing something do so well and not wanting to replicate that, though. Yeah, yeah you might be right. And I, but... think, and I think that's maybe the the one maybe issue is that if they continue to recreate the set, I mean, yeah. you might oversaturate the market. with Which like. I, I do think there's a chance it might be a one-off. Now, you know what else is interesting, by the way, that we didn't cover is that it's, it's a 2021 product. Do you know yeah. that? No, I mean, no, I didn't, which, so I mean, it, what does it make a difference what year you say it's from? Well, no, but I just find it interesting that they yeah. branded it as 2021. I mean, it just probably took forever for them to get the autographs from of all those guys, season, right? 23 seasons. Season, I know, but. Series two's on the way. But the season isn't relevant for those guys, though. None of those guys are currently playing. So, I mean, it could have been like a season 10 years ago. It really doesn't matter. Right. Uh, the only the only difference is like the jerseys they're wearing would be kind of maybe relevant. Actually, no, because they're all wearing like original photo jerseys. Yeah, but you know that does lead into a conversation. We don't have to have a very in depth one, nonetheless. But about the concept that like you know what's to stop Upper Deck from one day saying like, listen, you we forgot about this 2015-16 product we were gonna make called Upper Deck Synergistic Allure Artifacts Edition 
of the Legends Cup, okay? And that allows them to create a brand new, quote unquote, retro McDavid autograph rookie. And I, I know that's ridiculous and it's not going to happen. But I mean, but I mean it could very well happen. It could very happening? well happen. Why wouldn't it? Now that leads to the Tom Brady. I... We're going back in time to re to imagine a card that could have been, and we're going to release it de- a decade later or decades later. Like and 30, 30 years nuts. later. You and I both know the pricing is going to be outrageous. It's not just Tom Brady they're coming out with, though, eh? They're coming out with like Babe Ruth, like guys who never had Bowman first are getting Bowman first. So there you go. Well, this is the exact same concept. That it is. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's the exact same concept. Yes. It's and interesting. So- um, look, in a collector market, that 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 there's 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 no no need to get too logical. A lot of times, like again, with this, I'm totally I think it's fun. It's great. I, I, I don't have any negative opinions about it. I mean, the only thing people are going to have negative opinions about is maybe the pricing is so high right now, but that's it. Um, otherwise, it's cool stuff. It's how a many cool cards? Hmm? How many cards? What do you mean, how many cards? Like how many cards in like a box? Well, you're going to get two autographs. I believe there's 18 packs. With oh, really? Five. Okay, so there's like a. it's not like a two-pack kind of deal. No, no, no. I mean, it looks little, but yeah. you know, they all look like this. But metal looks like metal is the size of, of this box. Um, there's just too much product at the moment with Upper Deck, I think. But uh, beyond that, some of it is really good, right? Uh, cup is still flying. I think it's up to $1,500, $1,600 a 10. People love is it. it. Yep. Did you see the one of one Kaprizov was hit? Well, not not the, not the the shield, but a one of one Kaprizov uh, auto at Dow Dollies. Uh, yeah, was it a sticker? Yeah, it, it was a sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all stickers. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so can we talk about this then? I mean, this this transitions perfectly as well. Okay, so obviously Kaprizov. I keep getting yelled at for how I pronounce this guy's name. I call him Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Is he not? Is it I not think, Kirill Kaprizov? I think it's Kaprizov. Kaprizov? I was calling him Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Anyway, regardless. So in, in, in light of the fact that he's got sticker autos on his cup cards, and normally cup happens to be the most most expensive, most desirable, upper echelon type stuff. Him as well as Sorokin. We don't need to mention Sorokin if we don't want to, but at the very least for Kirill, who is by far the staple of the set. Okay, I mean, there's other great players in that set, but Kirill is the best player in that set. Are you are you leaning towards future watch autograph, or are you leaning towards the cup? Let's say you had the money to pay for both. Yeah, like given the fact that one is on card and one is sticker, does that matter? Does does it matter to you? What do it you go generally, for? It generally would, but in this case, I'm going to argue. Uh, I'm going to argue that. What it is has more importance than whether it's a sticker or on card. What it is is the cup RPA. What it is is the cup shield. What it is is the cup one of one. And that takes precedence. Does it make the future watch and the future watch patch more suddenly more attractive? I totally get it. Yes. I'm actually pursuing a flop right now. Um, but I, also because of a price difference, right? I, I don't know if I can even try to pursue the, the cup card. I can't imagine they're that. Far. How much do you think a cup, uh, a cup Caprizov is? I haven't looked them up. Like I, I actually have very little knowledge of what's going on with the Future Watch autos. The Future Watch auto patches are going for like twenty five hundred 
like between 2,500 and 3,000, I think. Yeah, it's a little bit more than I was hoping for. But and yeah. those are in serial number to 100, though. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's actually shorter printed and on card. Yeah, but then you get into the whole argument. I mean, that doesn't apply in the past. The Cup RPA 249 is still going to do better than the flop out of 100. And then as guys in the States have talked to us about, they're very confused about the golds not doing better yeah, than yeah, the yeah. 249 RPAs. Yeah, That's a weird hockey thing. We're weirdos. Well, I mean, it's not just hockey because they have this in like NFL and NBA as well. And when it comes to like right. like true RPAs, like out of 99 versus like out of 24. and I'm still of, with you here, Co. Out of 15 and stuff. Um, yeah. So at the very least, I think it's very interesting. And and the true true Kaprizov collectors, it's going to be interesting to see which way they gravitate towards. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a Future Watch Auto kind of guy. I I don't never owned a Future Watch Auto patch though. I've I've owned a few cup cards. Um, you never owned a Future Watch off? Auto patch? No. Interesting. Why is that interesting? I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, you would think that that would come and go at some point in your collection. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, for some reason, it's just something that's never really. But you're not like actively avoiding them. Or anything. No, 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 no. I just I don't really get offered them. And when I do, it's like not really at like a price that I'm willing to jump at. You may but, be like, wondering I... what, I'm, what I'm doing here. But I've, I've bought cup cards. Yeah. I'm trying, to, just trying to stay with you is what I'm doing here. Um, yeah, because, uh, because cup cards are one of the staples, as I mentioned to you, by the way, when I mentioned the staples last podcast, what were they? They were young guns. They were, um, future watch, guns, future watch autographs and the cup. I didn't say future watch auto patch. No, you didn't. That's what right? I'm saying. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but that's but why this one's a unique they, scenario. It's certainly, it's certainly a discussion. I mean, I get it, man. There's so much confusion. People come into the a hobby and they're like, well, why, why are these cards, which are beautiful, they are rookie cards, why is this gold that is numbered a lot less than the regular one, why is that not worth as much? Those are those are little ticks in the hobby that are kind of sometimes hard for, for new entrants to understand. It's all about the ba- the black future watch with the gold the gold ink. I mean, yeah, and I mean, what, what are those like printed to 10 or? I don't know, but they are gorgeous. They are, yeah. I've, I've, I've owned a couple. I've owned a couple. They're, they're, they're nice inscribed i mean there's so many different options right like yep which uh inscribed started a few years back i don't so actually i've got a question for you so i saw a a stutzel that was inscribed but it wasn't one of the first 50 serial numbers well tyler bertuzzi famously inscribed. no no but that's different though yeah yeah he did all of them though didn't he yeah yeah but that's different though i I do are they only the top 50 now Pardon? Yeah. Did he? Maybe he made a mistake. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, whoa. I was like, that's actually not one of the, the first 50. I was like, hmm, that's very interesting. And then that guy, he literally sent me that that question and then proceeded to hit the one of one Kaprasov uh, auto. <laughs> I was like, hit. how is this you... possible? I was like, how is this possible? He was literally awesome. asking me about a, like, a, 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 he's like, I don't know if this, to- this Tootsel is inscribed correctly. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, well, now it doesn't matter because you just hit. Well, that's the funny thing up. because then you you heard about people representing the Bertuzzi as an inscribed one when it was like number one seventy three. Well, PSA uh, has written it as inscribed, have they not? Well, PSA completely dropped the ball on uh, on figuring that out. They didn't care enough to to look into that. But yeah, you will see that. I believe the one that I sold 
did indicate inscribed. It was not. It was not one of the first 50. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't get anything extra out of it, nor did I try to yeah, myself yeah. represent it that way. Right. So that's a whole other. I mean, his cards are probably popping off since he went to Boston, and especially because like he's got all that. Like, I mean, all of them are inscribed. So, if you're exactly. looking for a, no, I, I do have. I I was stacking Bertuzzi. There was a point in time when his PSA 10 Young Guns was going for hundreds of dollars during that crazy market because he happened to have a hot start. Um, it's also yeah. he was he was anti-vax too, wasn't he? He was, and you know there are little bumps that come with these stories. Well, that's what I mean. That's the same thing with uh, what's his name. Provorov had a bit of a really young guns bump during that. Really, Tony D'Angelo too, though. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's always been steady, though. People like him. He 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 has a cult following. Yeah, 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 yeah. D'Angelo does. Where's he? He's on Carolina now. Uh, no, he's on the Flyers, man. And uh, that whole team is having all sorts of issues right now. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, Carter Hart, right? They're talking about he he may he may find himself in a new spot. I just recently moved uh, his inscribed future watch because I just I I'm, I don't have the patience for whatever it is that's going to happen there. But that might have been a silly move by me. But um, Flyers have all sorts of issues. But we'll we'll have a hockey. Uh, Discussion and prediction episode uh, down line, Coach Co. I'm sure. Yeah, I love it. At some point, I love it. Well, for now, I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode of the Cardboard Coaches. As always, please feel free to like, comment, share. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like. For now, Let I want us you know to have what you think of PSA completely wasting my time and not grading my ticket stuff and using arbitrage to your advantage. <laughs> and, and <arbitrage. laughs> team yes. the coach the coach go and the cardboard coaches are signing off take care